Chapter 2. Don't rely on your prescription. Clear case, when you are prescribed a medicine and take it, you do so in the hope that it will work. Why else would you take it? But unfortunately, this hope is deceptive, because every day millions of people take medications that won't help them. For some medications, such as cholesterol-lowering drugs, only 1 in 50 patients will benefit. You might say to yourself, these are bad results and these drugs should never have been approved or put on the market in the first place. Unfortunately, we can't leave these patients untreated. Otherwise, we wouldn't even be protecting the one patient for whom the drug can help, often in a life-saving way. Where does this lack of precision come from? We are treating symptoms, cholesterol, blood pressure, with more patient-relevant goals, namely preventing heart attack, stroke or death in mind. You don't know, however, which group you belong to, perhaps the very one in which the drug would have prevented a serious heart attack or stroke. We just don't know, and neither does your doctor. So, it is not a mistake of your doctor to prescribe you this drug. There is currently no better alternative. It is probably not even a mistake on your doctor's part not to tell you about this lack of precision of your drug and the low probability that you will benefit from it. If he did that with all patients, it is likely that soon no patient would be taking his medication at all, even those whose lives could have been saved. So, if the possible side effects are not too serious, you currently have to accept this risk. You might think that this sounds almost like a scandal. Have I, as an author, picked out a few extreme examples of drugs to dramatize and make my point? After all, don't many of the other drugs work for most patients? No. And there is a way to understand how much current medicine has to offer to the individual patient. It's a simple statistical concept called the number needed to treat, or NNT. In other words, the number of patients that must be treated for one patient to have a benefit. The NNT can be calculated from any clinical trial involving a drug or other interventions such as surgery, etc., you can research the NNT for each drug and its associated use on the NNT team's website www.thennt.com. By the way, besides the NNT, a second also not unimportant number can be calculated, namely the number needed to harm. In other words, the number of patients that has to be treated for one patient to experience a relevant, severe side effect for which the treatment is responsible. By comparing these numbers, one can establish a true benefit-harm ratio. And new drugs? It's not getting any better. 
In 2019, the German Institute for Quality and Efficiency in Health published an overview of all drugs evaluated between 2011 and 2017 that entered the German market after approval. Well over half provided no additional benefit compared to standard care. Perhaps even more troubling, a systematic review of new drugs for over 100 indications approved by the US Food and Drug Administration, FDA, found that better efficacy over standard therapy was confirmed in less than 10 to 20% of the cases. In addition, polypharmacy, the prescribing of multiple drugs, leads to more drug interactions, more side effects and more hospitalizations. The fact that so little healing is possible causes people to become chronically ill. Being chronically ill makes you lonely, costs quality of life and years of life. So that in some countries, such as the US or the UK, life expectancy starts to decrease. Not exactly what we hope for from progress in medicine. 